Welcome back to Inside of Julius's Mind. Long time no here. Uh, this is going to be a solo episode. I'm bringing back my solo episodes because this is Inside of Julius's Mind. Um, so we're going to hit on a lot of different things today. Uh, top of the list, the NFL, Andrew Luck, Antonio Brown, uh, my New Orleans Saints, a little bit of college football. Uh, then we're also going to hit on some of the miscellaneous stuff that's happening out there in the world. Um, so this might sound like a little bit more of a sports-dominated podcast episode, because it is. It's fucking football season. Let's go. So, tune in. Sit back. We're on Spotify. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on Apple Podcasts. Wherever you can find a podcast. Inside of Julius's mind is on there. So subscribe for me. Uh, comment, rate it, share it with your friends. And you never know. I might just ask you to come onto the podcast one week. So let's get into it. Inside of Julius's mind. Shout out to Rhapsody. I think she's the best rapper in the game right now. Best female rapper. Uh, it's crazy that we still got to clarify, but it is what it is. She's one of my favorite female rappers out right now. This is from her album, Eve. Go check it out. But let's get into it. The NFL, college football just came back. Um, a lot of interesting things have been happening. Uh, first bombshell that happened, Andrew Luck retired. Um, I don't know if you guys remember, but about six, seven years ago, Andrew Luck was supposed to be the second coming of Jesus at quarterback. Uh, and he had early on some great seasons, but the GM at the time didn't really want to protect him. So he didn't have an offensive line. And he got a lot of injuries that could have been avoided. Uh, uh, broken ribs, ruptured organs, torn Achilles, broke ankles, shoulder problems that kept him out for a whole year. And I commend him for being a man and saying, no, uh, I want to live my life my way and I'm going to retire. Uh, Coast fans didn't see it that way. They saw it as him giving up on them, uh, and they booed him. Now, I'm a fan. Some would say I'm a fanatic of the New Orleans Saints. Um, I don't know my reaction to hearing one of my, my the best players on my team just abruptly retiring. Uh, I probably wouldn't boo him uh, just because of the person that I am. Uh, but I would 
feel some type of way. I wouldn't burn his jersey. Uh, I wouldn't do nothing crazy like that. But it would get to the point where I'm like, damn, man, fuck. He couldn't tell us. Like, he went through all of the preseason. He went through all the training camp. And the last, the second to last preseason game, he just retires. I'm all about you doing what you can for yourself. I don't debate that with anybody. You could do what you want. Um, but, you know, the Coast fans saw it fit that they wanted to boo him. Uh, Andrew Lux is a smart guy. He went to school for, like, engineering and, like, architecture. I think he was, like, a double major, and his dad was a smart guy. So when you're smart, I don't feel like you necessarily need to rely on football being your end-all, be-all. Now, I'm not saying that other athletes aren't smart. I'm saying is that they aren't, they don't have the opportunities to where they had to focus on education to get them to where they are. Andrew Luck didn't either. He was a hell of a quarterback. But, you know, it is what it is. I mean, it's not really, you know, what you can say about it um, to kind of change that. You know, people come from different situations. Andrew Luck's family was well off. His dad played in the NFL. So, and I think his dad at the time was athletic director for uh, West Virginia. So his family didn't really need anything. <laughs> so he called it quits. Um, and the Colts have to go all in on J- Jacoby Brissett. They have a young core around them. They have a, a decent offensive line around them, good running backs. Uh, Marlon Mack, they got T.Y. Hilton still there. Uh, Eric Ebron, a tight end. Jack Doyle, that tight end. Um, Devin Funches just went down with an ankle injury, or a broken uh, clavicle, not an ankle. Uh, broken clavicle, so he's going to be out for some time. But the Colts have a pretty decent team. You know, their their biggest weak side is probably at that quarterback position. Um, but what can you do, right? What can you say? You know, uh, this – in my opinion, this is the Colts' fault because if you would have gave him the proper protection early on in his career, then you probably don't be looking in this situation right now. You're probably not worrying about your quarterback position for the next six, seven years. Uh, but it is crazy that Andrew Luck retired before RG3, and we were all but sure that RG3 was a bust. And now that people are like, is Andrew Luck a bust because he retired early? I don't think so. Um, the years he was healthy, they went to the playoffs. So, and I'm pretty sure if he would have played this season, they probably would have went to the playoffs this year uh, with the division that they play in. But I wish him the best. Um, I wish him nothing but health because I can't. I can do nothing but respect the man that takes his health in his own hands and is like, what y'all got to say, you know. He loves the game of football, but the game of football ain't been too loving to him. He's given him money, but it's broken him too. Uh, like with Rob Gronkowski, he's broken. You know, over 20-plus concussions, broken back, uh, all that shit. So I can understand why players like that in those positions, you know, that's not like the Tom Brady and the scheme doesn't really allow them to be <clears throat> what they – what their skill set wants them to be. Uh, I know that probably went over a lot of people's heads, but certain players can't avoid playing the way that they do. It is what it is.
uh, uh, moving on. Ezekiel Elliott is the top paid running, the top, the highest paid running back in the NFL. This is after weeks of Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones saying that they weren't going to set the market when we all knew that that was bullshit. Uh, 15 mil a year, uh, 60 guaranteed, 90 mil overall. I don't really know too many other running backs that I would say deserve that. Uh, obviously, you got your top five. You know, you got Gurley. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, Zeke, uh, Saquon Barkley, uh, Alvin Kamara is probably going to be up there next. Um, so a round of applause to Zeke because without Zeke, the Cowboys don't go. And I don't care what you say. I don't care how you feel about that statement, but it's the truth. Uh, you can put some of that on Dak and some of the schemes uh, that, that could possibly make Dak successful. But without the running game, you know, and the inconsistency of Dak, you're a seven and nine, eight and eight, nine and seven team at best. So congratulations to Zeke. Hopefully he can stay out of trouble now. Um and I know when you're a part of a team like the Dallas Cowboys that demands so much media attention that you can't really get around it. Uh but I hope for his sake that he can stay out of trouble, uh, stay out of those bad situations. Because I want you to succeed, even if you do play for the Cowboys. Uh, I like to see everybody get paid. I like to see everybody, you know, be successful. Um, and then Antonio Brown. So last year, Antonio Brown and the Steelers had a falling out. And it was between Antonio Brown and Big Ben, and then it became Antonio Brown versus Big Ben and Mike Tomlin, and then it became Antonio Brown versus Big Ben, Mike Tomlin, Juju Smith-Schuster, and then it became Antonio Brown versus the entire AFC uh, North. No, I'm just kidding. But it was the entire like AFC or the Pittsburgh Steelers organization. Um, <clears throat> he asked for I guess he asked for a trade, and he got it. <clears throat> He didn't necessarily pick the place where he was going because you never can. Um, <clears throat> sorry. But the place where he wanted to go, uh, the Steelers said, hell no. You're not going to get there on our court. If you get there on your own, that's on you, but we're not giving you to them. So they traded him to the Oakland Raiders. Uh, Oakland Raiders with uh, Derek Carr. Josh Jacobs, Darren Waller, Tyrell Williams, and before the season started, you know, Antonio Brown. Uh, but Antonio Brown couldn't get it together. He went to a cryotherapy, and I don't know if anybody's ever did cryotherapy and has listened to this. You shouldn't do it with your shoes off. That's just how it is. Uh, he got his feet completely burned, so they kept him out of uh, – they kept him out of practice, but he was still trying to do uh, full-speed trails. I mean, if you watch Hard Knocks, you kind of see where I'm going with this. Um, and then he wanted a helmet that was from, like, 1964. And not only did he go to the NFL with a grievance once, but he went to the NFL with a grievance three times that had nothing to do with Oakland Raiders and demanded 
that he'd be able to use the helmet that he came into the league with for over 10 plus years. Uh, now, the NFL and the NFLPA came together and came up with new helmet rules. The helmet that Antonio Brown wants to use is not in regulation with the rules that the NFL came up to came up with. So, in the best interest of the players and the best interest of the NFL, you got to move forward, right? You got to move on, uh, because if you don't. You're crying to acquire this. I mean, you're preaching to acquire that that won't say anything. You know, they're not going to change their mind. Uh, the NFL is going to be like, oh, my God, maybe he's right. Maybe he should play with that helmet. No. Bro, you get this helmet and, and go about your business. Right. And then when all this is said is done, he comes uh, to practice. And, you know, he has like this this falling out with the GM, Mike Mayock, um, because Mike Mayock find his ass. If you don't show up to work, you know, nine times out of ten, you get fired. He got fined. He didn't like the fine, so he blew up on uh, Mike, May uh, Mike Mayock, called him all types of racial slurs. I won't say it on here because I know how people get. Um, and that was that. My thing is, and I've talked to multiple people about this, I feel like he planned all this. You know? Um, so, <clears throat> after the Mike Mayock situation happens, he uh, he goes above the team, he goes in front of the team with the captains of the Oakland Raiders, and he has an emotional apology. Um, and then, after that emotional apology, he goes on... Um, to continue to like go off on all these players. I mean, we'll not go off on the players, but like try to get them to have like this emotional send off for him and all this and whatever. So this was some of what AB did. And this is some of the clip that he plays. And this is kind of all of the fiasco with the Oakland Raiders. So John Gruden being the coach, it's like, what the hell is going on, man? Can we can we focus on football? Um, can we focus on, you know, the next step for us being a great team? You know what I mean? Um, can we can we focus on the the, the stuff that's going to make us a great team as a as a coach? That's what you want as a football player. That is what you want. So this is what happens. This is the, the back and forth Hello. between him and John. Hey, what's up, Coach? What the hell's Whether it be good or bad, you're in 
generational talent he's definitely going to be a hall of famer uh first ballot hall of famer because what he does on the field we haven't seen but sometimes it's i don't want to say it's more than football but sometimes man you just got to cut the bullshit like this video in itself was over the top now literally a day after he released this video he got fined again for conduct detrimental to the team <clears throat> and he went on Instagram and said to the Raiders release me now if he would have stayed on the roster to 4 o'clock right he would have got paid 14 mil they cut his ass before 4, uh, four o'clock and voided his contract a 30 mil guarantee and he became a free agent. After 4 o'clock, 4.06, uh, not last Saturday, but the Saturday before last. I think it was last Saturday. I want to say it was the the 6th or the 7th. Um, he got picked up by the New England Patriots. <sighs> The rich got rich, uh, richer. Now, we all saw it coming. It wasn't like it was a big surprise. But if we could have avoided it, we would have liked to, right? I mean, I'm a Warriors fan, so I don't bash any organization but being progressive. The point of playing these games is to win and is to win championships. AB helps you win championships. So why not pick him up? Right? Um, he got nine mil guaranteed uh, with a team option for next year for 20 mil guaranteed. And everything seemed to be going his way. Everything seemed to be going all right. Up until yesterday. His former trainer, um, her name, I think her trainer name was Brittany, um, accused him of sexual assault. And with text messages and uh, emails between the two, Speaking on the relationship that was supposed to be just business and platonic. Um, but when you put stuff out there, 
Obviously, there are going to be people that fight back. AB is saying that this is an extortion attempt. Um, it's not my place to speak on if it is or not. Uh, it's not on my place to speak on if he did it or not. Um, I'm going to remain neutral. And I'm going to say innocent until proven guilty. Um, now, if he did this, then... the hammer should come down. If he didn't, then flip it, and the hammer should go down on her as well. Uh, but as the days have gone by after this is, after this thing has happened and it's come to the light, uh, videos have been released of them in the bed together uh, with him in like his boxers, her halfway undressed, and, you know, both sides, you know, coming together and kind of saying this is what she did this is what he did uh people outside of the situation are saying that uh her husband her fiance found out about it and once he found out about it um he got he got angry and she said that it was rape instead of them being consensual hookup buddies or whatever you want to call it um I'm not the person to decide what happened, um, but those are what's going on right now. Uh, videos can say one thing. Emails can say one thing. Uh, between all of this, we do have to find the truth and what happened, but he hasn't been suspended by the NFL because there is no criminal investigation as of today. Now that could change. He could be suspended. Um, but as of now, he's in the clear. He can play on Sunday. Um, so yeah, moving on to a lighter note, my New Orleans Saints are on their way. Um, they're on their way with our 40 year old quarterback, Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas, uh, the, the first $100 million receiver, um, a young defense that's aggressive. I'm excited, you know. Uh, I am going to plan a big podcast with multiple football fans so they can get out here and speak on what they think their team is going to do this year. Um, but for my Saints and how I see it, I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited to see what we do. Uh, we have our revenge game this Sunday against the Los Angeles Rams, um, uh, the team that scored three points in the Super Bowl. So I'm excited to see what happens, you know. And my LSU Tigers have a new offense. They're explosive. Um, my man um, Joe Burrow has been in his bag smoking Joe. And we beat uh, the Texas Longhorns last week. After the Saints beat the Texans this uh, earlier this week, you know. Uh, so if you want to say the governor of Texas is Drew Brees, and his lieutenant governor is Joe Burrow, that's okay with me. If you want to say the governor of, of Texas is Sean Payton, and his lieutenant governor is Ed Orgeron, that's okay with me. Um, <laughs> you know. But just moving on. You know, I'm excited to see how my how my Tigers look this year. 
Uh, I haven't seen an offense out of us like this in a while. Uh, the spread offense looks kind of different to me. It's kind of it was kind of hard to get used to, but I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited to see what happens next. I'm excited to see uh, where we go from here. You know. But yeah. So recently, the great Dave Chappelle came back with a new Netflix uh, special. It's called Sticks and Stones. And if you know Dave Chappelle, then you know that he doesn't really care what you think. Uh, he doesn't really care how you feel. He doesn't really care who he offends. So in uh, this new Netflix special, he makes a few jokes uh, about the LGBTQ community. Uh, he makes some jokes about black people. He made some jokes about the opiate uh, crisis. Uh, he made some jokes about abortion. He's made some jokes a little bit about everything. Um, my personal stance on it is I'm never going to take a comedian more seriously than we do the president of the United States. Kill me for it. If we don't hold the president of the United States to a higher standard, I'm not going to hold a comedian to a higher standard. And to me, if you can't laugh at yourself about certain things, then maybe you shouldn't have watched it. <laughs> I don't know. If you know what type of comedian he is, You know, maybe you should look for stuff to offend you. Just keep scrolling. But that's not how people work. People want to be offended because they want to feel the need to have their pain heard. And no one cares about your pain. They never have. They probably never will. Right? Um... So, to me, I thought everything was funny. The black jokes were funny. You know? The white jokes were funny. Is Does it make me a bad person? I'll leave that up to you to decide. But, I thought the shit was hilarious. Um, I feel like we can't become so sensitive to where all... All of our comedians are afraid to tell jokes, right? Um, I'm going to play a few of Dave Chappelle's clips, and I'm going to let you guys decide. You know, uh, maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong, maybe I'm right, but this is Dave Chappelle talking about the first time <laughs> his son made Kevin Hart. Years old, so I freaked out. What's going on, nigga? Somebody trying to kill you? <laughs> He said, no, no. Kevin Hart's coming to town, and I wanted to see his show. I said, well, how much are the tickets? He said, they're $125. I said, god damn, mine only 80 <laughs> I said, well, why do you need $250 then? He goes, because I want to go with you, Dad, please. And there it is. So I took him to the show, and uh, we go, we sit right up front. The lights go down, and one opening act after another goes on. 
Then Kevin takes the stage. Crowd goes fucking nuts. Thousands of people. I was furious. <laughs> the longer the show went on, the madder I got. Because this show was fucking outstanding. It was maddening. These people were fucking holding their stomachs. My son was slapping his knee. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, nigga, I do this too. <laughs> Kevin says, good night. The crowd goes crazy. And then everyone starts walking towards the door and the lights come on. And then my son is just standing there looking at an empty stage. People are pushing past me and nobody's recognized me. I'm like, man, this place fucking sucks. I said, come on, son, let's get out of here. And then my son looks back at me and he says, dad, please, please, I have to meet him. I was like, oh my God. So I took him backstage. I've known Kevin for years, but can you believe I was scared to knock on his dressing room door? I almost said, I said, son, I haven't seen him for a long time. But I, <sighs> and, and one of Kevin's goons opened the door. Hey, what's up, Dave Chappelle? What are you doing, man? It's good to see you, brother. What you doing in this area? This is a terrible area. Uh, yeah, actually, I live around here. Listen, um... <laughs> So Dave Chappelle is is one of those guys that like he laughs at himself first. So of course he's gonna make fun of you, and that wasn't from his most recent uh, episode. But I wanted to kind of lay the groundwork of type the, what type of comedian he is. You know, if he was furious with his son and jealous of, well, I'm not gonna say jealous of Kevin Hart, but you know, you want those a thousand adoring fans, you know, at your shows as well. Uh, but this is his his take on abortion. I'll be real with you, and I know nobody gives a fuck what I think anyway. Uh, I'm not for abortion. Oh, shut up, nigga. I'm not for it, but I'm not against it either. It all depends on who I get pregnant. I don't care. I'll tell you right now. I don't care what your religious beliefs are or anything. If you have a dick, you need to shut the fuck up on this one. Seriously. This is theirs. Right to choose is their unequivocal right. Not only do I believe they have the right to choose, I believe that they shouldn't have to consult anybody except for a physician about how they exercise that right. Gentlemen, that is fair. And ladies, to be fair to us, I also believe if you decide to have the baby, a man should not have to pay. If you can kill this motherfucker, I can at least abandon him. It's my money, my choice. <laughs> and if I'm wrong, then perhaps we're wrong. Just figure that shit out for yourselves. 
just afraid of being attacked. Now, this is about Jesse Smollett. Don't ever forget Smollett. what happened to that French actor. You know what I'm talking about? Juicy Smollett. He's a very French, very famous French actor. Jesus Moulier is an actor from France. And, and he became famous on a show called Empire. One night, he was in Chicago late at night and was the victim.
and and where were you going? Subway. Sandwiches. <laughs> So with those two jokes, I mean, is he really that offensive? Like, I, I don't know. I think it's hilarious. Um, with both situations, you have to find, like, the shit that will make you laugh and the depressing shit. That's how I look at it. You know, with, <laughs> I'm trying not to say juicy, Jesse Smollett, everybody knew that nigga was lying. Everybody. Everybody knew he was lying. All the black people I knew knew he was lying. So making fun of it now is how you get over it. It's how you get past it. Um, that's what comedians are for. They're for, you know, for you to be able to take that next step, right? For you to be able to be like, damn, man, that was crazy, but you can laugh about it now. That's how I live my life. Uh, at the time, when something bad happens... I'm upset, normally so, but I give myself a week to kind of be like, all right, let's laugh about this shit now, right? And if you can't laugh about it, then do you ever really, like, heal from it? I don't think so. Um, But that's up for you to decide. That's up for what you, how you move, right? The abortion thing, I know that probably takes... um, Catches a lot of people off guard, but uh, I thought it was funny. So Dave Chappelle isn't offensive. He's a comedian. You're supposed to laugh at this shit. You know it's true. Everything that he said with the LGBTQ uh, community was true. They're not a united front. You know, the gays and lesbians in the vast majority, don't like each other. They don't like the transsexuals because they think the transsexuals are taking away their progress. They don't like the bisexuals because they think that's gross. You know, not every gay person or lesbian person is like that, but that's kind of how they see it. So when somebody makes fun of you for it, you got to laugh at it. Black jokes are funny. You laugh at it. White jokes are funny. You laugh at it. You know what I mean? That's how you move on. But I'm getting off my soapbox with that. <laughs> so <clears throat> tell me tell me what you think. Uh, put it in the comments. Like, share, subscribe, please. Let me know what you think. Reach out to me on Instagram. It's, uh, my Instagram name is at Julius Taught Her. Uh, once I get married, it's going to be at Julius Married Her. Um, but yeah. You know, like, share, subscribe. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google uh, Podcasts. Um, eventually, I'm going to move all these to YouTube. So it's going to be like a live video. So you can watch the videos on YouTube. Uh, also, go check out me and my fiance's uh, YouTube page, The Booze Life. Uh, we're going to have some ex- uh, exciting stuff going on there here fairly soon. Um, 
And yeah, you know, we got to ride out in something cold. This is one of my songs for the week. It's one of the songs that I've been listening to uh, for quite some time now. And uh, I appreciate y'all coming in and listening to my podcast. So coming up soon, I'm going to have a lot of exciting people on here. And we're going to talk about some exciting stuff. Um, Thank you. Concern it. Why don't you listen and learn? That once was strong, but you society, even that's turned wrong. And it's cool to look mummy and be a dumb dummy and disrespect your mommy. Who put you on this herb, huh? And who loved you since your birth? Reward is a brainwash, kid going 